So much of our housing these days feels tenuous, doesn't it? I mean, if you own a home, it's because mortgage rates are so high and you're worried about that. If you're renting, it's even finding a place. It's worrying about rent being increased even more beyond what you can afford. Our Scott Chance is here to talk more about that this morning. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm Glad I'm not looking for a place to rent because I have incredible sympathy for people stuck in that situation. Oh my gosh. It's just like, that sounds like a nightmare, right? Trying to find a place to rent. And yeah, of course, one of the things that people do when they get into this situation is look for a roommate, you know, and whether they find them online or it's someone they know or whatever, it, it's just a thing that people do. You, you have to do it. But what happens when you get into a situation, you move into a place, you sign a tenancy agreement with a roommate and then that roommate wants to move out. This is one of these areas that has become kind of a gray area and caused some conflict and concern and uh, definitely sounds like it needs to be addressed. So I got in touch with Hunter Boucher. He's the vice president of operations for Landlord BC. They're an advocacy group that sort of argues on behalf of landlords, you know, because we've talked about landlords' rights in this conversation as well. So I wanted to ask him what actually happens in these situations when one roommate wants to move out. Yeah, well, if the person who's leaving gives notice to end tenancy, uh, that would effectively end the entire tenancy. From there, it's up to the the other people in the, in the property, if they're wanting to stay, to talk to the landlord, to, to negotiate that. Let's say that I had a roommate and we were renting a place for $2,000 a month. The roommate moves out and I want to stay in that place. Now the previous lease is voided and it's on me to talk to the landlord and sign a new lease. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, so that would but that means now that the landlord could increase the rent, say from two thousand to three thousand or twenty five hundred, they because it's a new lease, right? At the end of the day, yes. The the the, the reality is that it is a completely new residential tenancy that's being entered into. Uh, in a new situation, um, and with with that in mind, the the rent certainly can change. Okay. Do you think that there is a danger of landlords taking advantage of situations like this? Because in in often cases, those rental increases are more than the province allows as an annual increase for current tenants. Well, I think that what needs to be looked at here is kind of first of all the fundamentals behind. What, why this exists in the first place, and, the, and really it comes down to allowing tenants to try to mitigate their loss when it comes to ending a tenancy. If we couldn't come to an actual end of tenancy in this situation, then they would be remain on uh, on the hook, as it were, uh, for that tenancy. So, really, what 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 we're we're having a conversation about is is the fact that landlords. Are, are put in a situation where a tenant is leaving, which means that that situation they entered into originally is ending. Uh, so from then on, it's a completely brand new tenancy. And that is a risk when renting with multiple people, that that might happen, that your roommate might leave. And, and if your roommate leaves, it might mean an end of tenancy. 
that's something that you, you need to be very aware of when entering that type of, of housing situation. And have you seen situations like this where uh, landlords have, have, in some cases, lost out? Maybe talk to me a little bit more about what the mm-hmm. risk is to landlords in this scenario. And I just, I'll, I'll be transparent. I am a landlord. I have a, a suite in my house. It's one of the ways that I, like so many people, make ends meet in the lower mainland is by having a situation yeah. like this. But uh, talk to me about what, the, what you see as the risk to landlords here. Uh, well, I mean, the risk... To, to landlords really comes down to not having the ability to control the type of tenancy and the situation, the, the, the makeup of the tenancy that they're entering into. So when that tenancy ends, because uh, one of the roommates has given notice to end the tenancy and leave, it now basically starts everything fresh. It's a chance to renegotiate on, on all parties, similar to, to when a you know a vacancy is 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 posted. It's the same thing. Um, so not having that ability to to do that to to negotiate and that essentially puts well, would put landlords in a situation where they're not really in control over the 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 type of tenancy that they're they're entering into, which I think is a really key. And I think most of us can agree is a key part of of renting out a property is having that that ability to control. The, the type of tenancy that you're entering into. Um, without that confidence that you, you have that ability, uh, I think that a lot of people will probably reconsider renting out their property. Yeah, and I think that what you're touching on there is a big issue in the Lower Mainland. We've heard time and time again that there are lots of vacant rental properties, people who have suites in their house, secondary suites, that type of thing, and they don't rent them out because they feel there's not enough protection for the landlord, that they can get into some of these troublesome situations with troublesome tenants, and they don't feel they have the power to, like you say, to control that situation, to evict tenants if they feel necessary. But in this circumstance, what I find interesting is, like I do, it's kind of like a middle area, right? Because one tenant has moved out, but say you've had great tenants in there for five years. One of those two great tenants wants to stay on. And I think that there's a worry that this could sort of void some of those tenants' rights. It's it's just a, a sticky sort of gray area. It feels like we maybe need some more clarity around the rules for these roommate situations, or at least a better understanding of how these contracts work. And I think that that, that second part here is, is a better understanding. People need to be very aware of the type of contract that they're entering into and the rights and responsibilities that everyone has in those situations. When you enter into a contract where there are two parties on one side, so two tenants uh, in these situations, you need to be really aware of what rights each party has in, in these situations. Uh, and, you know, are you, are you, have you entered into a situation where you're just renting a room, which is certainly a thing that is done, um, or are you renting a situa- in a situation where you're renting an entire space with other people? And those two types of situations have very different impacts. That's Hunter Boucher. He's a vice president of operations at Landlord BC. And I just want to go on the record as saying what he's talking about, it shouldn't just be on the tenants to be clear about what the contracts say here. I agree, because the tenant is desperate. 
at that point for a place. And you can't sure. you can't say, well, they need to know what the rules are. No, no, no. They just desperately need a place Absolutely. to stay. There's no argument that the landlord has the, the more power in these situations, oh, especially yeah. here in the lower mainland. And I will say, I am going to speak uh, later on today with someone from the Tenant Resource Advocacy Center, as well as a person who has been in this very situation, been had a roommate evicted and what happened to her. So there's going to be more on this coming up. Right, because then at that point, if your roommate is out, do you have the right to say, I'm staying, I'll just get another roommate? Right, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying, is this is this gray area that if a landlord doesn't want that, they need to be really clear from the beginning, or if a tenant does want that, they can put that in the contract from the beginning. Right, so any two-bedroom place, I guess, you should, if you're bringing in somebody else to live there, you should be clear about that and how this is going to work. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot of like little sort of loopholes here. Are you renting just the bedroom? Are you sharing the space? Are you co-tenants, co-occupiers? Is Are the you lease on the lease? Are you name? on the totally. agreement? So much un- to unpack here. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, thank you very much for pointing that out. Yeah. It's even more complicated than we realized. Oh yeah, and more to come as well. All right, thank you for that. Scott, if you want to weigh in on that, like how do you deal with that situation, especially if you're a renter and you've had a roommate move out, what happens at that point? Simi at cknw.com.